Hello guys, welcome to Run Planet 365. In today's episode, um, the question that many people have asked is we're going to talk about what is like fatigue resistance and which other ways we can improve by building fatigue resistance in our training. Uh, and fatigue resistance, basically, what that means is um, doing different kind of training or adding additional training to the training that you're already doing that could help you um, not get tired in races, okay? So the first thing is first, guys. Um, there is no magic formula and fatigue resistance things. and It's just common sense and science, right? So in, in, in any race that you run, you know, specific how specific you train is the most important thing right so like for example you know if, if you want to run a marathon in two hours and 45 minutes right an example if you want to run then then the most specific training all you're gonna have to do on a race day for two hours and 45 minutes you have to be able to hit your desired pace so whatever that comes out six you know 615 or something like that roughly so in it's like if you want to like extend your endurance like early in the base phase of course you work to the point where you say okay i'm going for two hours run Next week, maybe 2.15, then 2.30, and then so on. You work up to 2.45. After that, you don't even need to go anymore. So you now know that, at even at, you know, of course, at a slower pace, that you're now able to run for 2 hours and 45 minutes in training. So you know that physically you're capable of, for the mind, it, even if it's just, you know, minute or 2 minutes slower than your goal pace. You're still capable of doing it, and you're burning fat and you're getting better so and then like the last three months before the race right so the last three months you know before the race so september october november is where you now you know start to put in um more specific training you know like now you know hey well if you want to run um you know 615 pace then obviously, you know, eight-minute pace has nothing to do with 6.15 at this point of the stage, right? But early on, it's very important because it, you're building your foundation and you're working and working. You're building your body from all angles. But now, what you want to do is you want to start... Obviously, you're not going to be sharp uh, in September. I mean, you're not going to be able to run your goal pace in September that you're going to try to run in December, Right? You're not going to be able to do that. But what you're going to be able to do that is you're going to start implementing things into your marathon long runs, right? So maybe you will have two hours and 15 minutes long run, but maybe after one hour you do three times 15 minutes at marathon pace. Or you do something like straight up, um, you know, 20 mile run, but now at maybe six, you know, at 6.45 or seven minute pace you know so now we're getting into that where it's more specific it makes sense it makes sense and, and that's 
in my opinion, that's how you build fatigue resistance because fatigue resistance has to be specific to to what. So fatigue resistance, it has to be very specific, right? Because even if I go out there and I go like, you know, three hours and right now I go run it for me example or, the, or that person running like two hours and 45 minutes right now, it's still good training. It gives you good fitness, but obviously it has nothing to do with the final result of the marathon yet. It's part of it, but it doesn't have to do with yet. Because at the end of the day, you need to be able to run 26 miles at 6.15 pace. So then during those three months is how you try to become very good at that pace. That doesn't mean that you just run 6.15 pace, but that means you know even 6.20, 6.30, 6.40, that's very specific pace to your goal pace. And that's where you're gonna see a lot of your mileage or some of your mileage and more and more bigger workouts. And that's what allows you to to um, to gain the final result and remember that all other training that you do uh, is easy runs and recovery runs and all of that as much as you can do it's just to support your it's that it supports your final workout it's it's necessary to do as many miles as you possibly can for your life stress for whatever you're capable of so that you can improve right but you have to know how many miles you can handle, how much your body can handle, and it's a it's a very slow process of building somebody to get to a certain point, right? You don't just jump in because you read something here and you did something here. Like, for example, fatigue resistance, if it comes back to that topic, doubles, right? Everybody knows that uh, at a high level, um, most people run doubles, okay? Five times or six times a week. Doubles is strictly you go out there and you run your second run of the week you run your second run of the week i mean of the day at an easy pace you know 30 to 40 or even some people do 50 minutes just time off it's basically activating this another gene to fatigue resistance and, and we're working on that economy okay at first it's it's a stress because you've never done it before so that's why it really takes many many long time to work and add that one I even start with that one double and then I add two doubles, you know, and maybe by the end of the year, you're capable of doing two to three doubles. And, and that's really good for the first year. You know, it's not just like when you see, when you see sometimes professionals do like crazy things, it's because they're professionals. They've been running for all the time. You know, like when you see somebody do 100 mile weeks, like for example, when my wife does 100 mile weeks right now, it's because she's been doing it she's built up to it for her last six years you know obviously we're a hundred mile week it's not a big deal anymore and it, the body's used to it it's not like it happened overnight if i gave her a hundred mile week in year two or year three or even year four she would have got injured so you do want to build slowly by slowly by slowly because that's the only way you're going to improve and that's the only way you're going to adapt you don't necessarily want add things right away so once you learn how do you have to add things slowly you have to understand you know what you're adding and how you're adding and if it's gonna be um, you know if it's gonna be successful and how much you can add in order for you to improve so it is very important to um, just you know like fatigue 
the resistance is good by incorporating doubles if your life allows you that if you're capable of doing it you can do that right and what what happens is when you go run the second time of the day uh, for another 40 or 50 minutes or 30 it's you know, if you're not used to it your body will build up it, it, it can build endurance okay it's not very yeah it takes time to accomplish these things and to build these things but that's very very important and the more you do that the better fatigue resistance you get in races but however um, it is not uh, as I always said this right the regular the, the basic training guys that you do is 90% of success all this other you know incorporating doubles and doing all these things it's already incorporated into the basic training but but you know longer cooldowns and, sh and things like that or running the same day after long run these are very like um they're good but they're not specific and they're just you i, I would be more impressed if you know if you did like something like uh, something like um, you know specific workout then 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 you doing something like you know different um, so that's very very important I don't think it's necessarily to always always do um, things like that so the most important thing guys in general it to remember is that uh, first of all do what you're capable of doing and that's like you know your normal training week and then you know obviously the all these uh, all this topic of fatigue resistance and things like this they're very good things they're true um, and but the way you add them is very tricky because these are the things that you do at the end of your or at the at the, at the when you've reached the 90% of things right that's that's the 10% that you do at the end but i would say that 90% of the people have not reached the 90% so you don't need to worry about this because the, you still need to cover the basics you need to have the basics for many years in order to have some sort of stability you don't need to go for this 10% extra unless you have the basics so suggestion of course if you're seeing that your training is evolving you're becoming better you just add you add add slowly by slowly you never never should you lose something that you already have but you should just keep adding things but in a manner in a progressive manner where you're able to handle that you know if there's no sense of adding things if you're not adapting if it's too long, it's too much, it's you're not able to, you know, you get injured and you get burned out. Everybody has a, a, a different type of capabilities, how, when your line is. And the only way to learn all these things is throughout error and experiment, right? I've experimented for 20 plus years and different things and running. And that's why I kind of, you know, when I coach people, I kind of know exactly you know, I'm never 100% right, but I do know quite a bit where they are, how they're feeling based on how I felt in those 20 years in all of my experiences. I know I pushed the edge multiple times in training, many times, and nothing ever came good out of it. So now I always try to find the sweet spot in training. 
And finding the sweet spot in training means that covering all the bases, you know, having your easy days, having your training, your hard days, your, you know, your tempo runs, your long runs, and then being able to do that week after week, month after month, year after year is where you're going to see the results. It's not in a single day, guys. It's not in a single week. It's when you keep adding it together is what makes the difference, right? Like ever, even when I came to Kenya right now uh, in June, my fitness was like 96 base fitness and now it's in 133. So I'm really, you know... I don't really feel it. Of course, I know I've done more and more and more, but I've just built up slowly by slowly by slowly by slowly. And I'm seeing that fitness is, you know, is, is I'm trying to nail where the fitness is going up and the fatigue is not too much. And when the fatigue is there, you know, I take a one or two easy days. For me, easy days is just maybe running 60 minutes a day and 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 that's it you know so that's that's really uh fatigue resistance uh in a my my way um so yes you know it, the topic is it, it can it help you know but think about it too if you did a long run today and you want to you know obviously it, if you go for a 20 more minute run in the evening of course you're going to be tired right it's fatigue resistance it's you're not used to it but think about a difference like you're not is you're not gaining as much as you uh you know you're not gaining as much as you want the long run already is giving you 95% of the things that you want and it's tiring so the higher there's a high risk and reward doing something like this now um i've never really been a big fan of just doing things because of something I what I like out of these things is I don't like, for example, uh, not that I don't like, but I don't believe, or maybe I'm not a fan of it. You know, I want to be kind of neutral about things just because I don't like it doesn't mean you guys won't like it. But like extended cooldowns, right? Many times my wife will run a race, a half marathon, and sometimes some people will do extended cooldowns, and my wife will just do a two mile cooldown. We just you know, we just stress the body for the half marathon, for example. Like, why would I go for another five to six mile cooldown? I mean, why? That, that Nobody does that. Like, high-level people, nobody does that. Like, I've seen people do it, but it's it's not going to make a difference. You know, like, you already, you, if you do the right things, and right workouts, right everything, you'll be able to finish your marathon in time you want if you prepare in a good way. Remember, remember the goal is not to train at 100%. In training, and I feel like if we're always gonna be doing that double runs, always we're gonna be doing these extended cooldowns, or, or, or you know, pushing or doing the 20, 30 minute runs after the long runs the same day. Yes, can they push the envelope further? Yes, but they can also backfire you. And the only people that should experiment with this is the experienced athletes that are already, you know, running you know hundred mile weeks. So. I, you know, for, for most people, I would just suggest do the basic training program for you, you know, just know that, Hey, you have your easy days, you have your hard days and you have your long runs and then feel good about your week, you know, end the week and be ready to start the fresh one. Because guess what? No matter what you do, you've got to keep going every day and every week. There is no break guys. You know, if you want to improve, there's the next week, there's the next day, there's the next year. 
and it's just constant like that you know so you got to pick the training that allows you to uh, absorb you're not burned out you're excited you know uh, you know what you need to do to achieve your goals right and if you train at 90 to 95% you will be able to accomplish all of these things okay so that's that's a little bit of my um uh, sort of you know how do i feel about the fatigue resistance workouts and i would like i say I, those are like at the end of your career or at the end of your peak of your career i would say these are not something at the beginning or in the middle and this is uh, for a high uh, athlete that you know that want wants to really really um you know improve for other other people i think there's so much more things that you can do just to improve first of all you know you should and i always bring this back to the base training you know if you cannot run fast with easy heart rates then you have a lot of work to do and that's a good thing you know don't say it like oh it's a bad thing it's a good if you cannot run you know within 1 minute uh, of your um of of i guess within 1 minute of of your um 5k pace at 75% of the heart rate then you got a lot of work to do and that's a good thing then you can squeeze it from there and that's how you're going to improve you know um and remember that like the heart and we can keep improving that improving and that's your effort you know i've seen really good runners for after 20 years that you know they can go out and run a really fast pace it's you know at at 120 125 beats you know and that's impressive it's because they practice and practice and they're burning more fat and their body's so efficient that they're that they're not at high um you know um high zones uh, the problem we run into many times is where we're training too hard and when we think that running should always be difficult in fact the difficult part in running is just you know doing the right thing all the time and and yes there'll be fatigue yes there'll be that lingering sometimes especially for us right now we're at altitude we do get like a little bit of fatigue once in a while there are some days where it's just like the tiredness is there and you can feel it and then you got to just you know you, you got to see it if it goes away if it doesn't go away a little bit you pull it back a little bit you you let it let the tiredness leave and then you get refreshed again and so on so that's how i always say you know, learn to listen to your body know that by doing the basics you will achieve so much more than by looking for you know extra 5 or 6% that are also bring high risk high reward you know extending cooldown after a race you know it's it might sound like a really good thing but like that might even put your body into too much like the race already put you in like that minus 20 or 30 40% down you extend that cooldown now you go 70% down and in in the question is you know what if you don't recover on time you know and then you go for a next stress workout but you don't recover on time so i think the only thing um that we should um focus on is i think out of those three things um meaning like running after doubles or I me mean, start running after long run the same day and things like that i would say the most important thing is that just if you're going to do something add another run like a double run to your so if you're running only once per day you know honestly i would only add double runs if you're running at least 50 to 60 miles in one singles then i'd start talking about doubles or if i just try i would try even even first time you try you 
do even something very small you go for like 15 minutes that's it you know next time next week maybe you go for 20 minutes you know then 25 meaning you gotta let the body you know you're gonna shock the body but you don't want to shock too much the moment you shock the body too much it doesn't adapt you want to give it a little bit you want the body to to grow strong and return and then you know get stronger and that's how you're gonna improve all right so anyway guys that's about fatigue resistance um another things you know like there's different types of fatigue resistance as well as like most of the time when i run for my long runs right i i usually don't eat anything in the morning whether i'm going 25 miles or 23 or 20 honestly the dinner the night before satisfies me uh, I just honestly I don't drink anything and I know a lot of times people ask do you eat anything before your long runs I don't I, I just get out and you know I feel okay I, do, I feel like I have a lot of energy even for you know anywhere from 18 to 25 miles even at fast paces I don't feel like I'm depending on fuel as much you know so I'm able to run with good heart rate and same thing for my wife she does not eat anything in the morning at all uh, she used to take just sometimes you can before running marathon races, but even on marathon race days, honestly, just takes you can and that's it. We don't really eat uh, much. Maybe, maybe on a marathon day, maybe you eat one slice of bread, two maximum, but nothing else. Really, you know, we just train the body to be able to, you know, even when she runs her marathons, you know, she's she's run at two thirty with just honestly with just water and two gels. Three gels, I think, in Valencia because she lost two of them. And But even if I was to say if she didn't have those gels, she probably could have ran 230 with no gels and no wa no water too. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's it's not like, a, you know, uh, something that over to overthink because for us, it's like the more we eat, the more problems we get in our stomachs. Our stomachs are kind of sensitive. So we just stick to the basics, no breakfast, you know, on, on for training days. And and mostly that's how the Kenyans are too here. Honestly, nobody eats before they're going for a run. I think it's more of a Western thing, you know. Here people wake up and they go for a run. Um, you know, there's nothing like eating. Uh, you can eat afterwards when you finish, you know, your 25 miles or 22 miles. And, you know, you can eat all the breakfast that you want, bread and chai or whatever you drink. Um, but honestly... Uh, don't depend so much on fuel for in the morning because if you eat really good dinner, like really good dinner, um, you should still wake up having all that energy and be able to push. Now, I understand not everybody's the same. Uh, some people need to eat. Some people feel like nausea or whatever in the morning or if they don't eat. I've had that before too. So sometimes if I feel like that nausea, I just drink, eat one banana and then drink some water and then I'm good again, you know. So, but I, what I'm saying is I don't try to eat a lot or heavy before runs because then I'll never be able to have a good run, especially if it's a long run. Now, if it's something simple just by waking up and going to run 10 miles at any pace, I don't care. I'll just get out there and, and you know, just run easy. Like I'll, I can even eat one or two small pancakes and then one hour later go run. It doesn't bother me, right? It just depends. Everybody's different. Um, and another thing with that fatigue resistance is kind of like, uh, I think it's like sometimes you do a workout like on Friday, right? No, this is how, what my preference way of fatigue workouts is for my clients uh, that I coach is sometimes we do a workout on Friday 
and then you do a long run, easy long run on Saturday. So it's still kind of like two workouts, and so that you go into a long run a little bit tired, okay? So by going into the workout or long run tired, you are now acquiring different muscle fibers, you know, you, so this is my way of fatigue resistance. Um, so that's another way you can do it. But look, all these ideas are great. I'm not going to put any of them down because I think it might work for some. Again, it might not work for some, but as I'm telling you guys, it probably works for the faster people or the one that are already training, you know, 80 plus or 100 miles. Um, but for, for most people, I think you should just focus on doing the basic things and doing consistent training and adding things slowly by slowly. First is you would, you could start like doing a workout before a Sunday run or Saturday long run. That's like your first fatigue resistance level. Second time, you know, you add another run to your week or you add a double to your week. You add gym session. There's just so many ways that you can do because, if I go for a run this evening, uh, and if I didn't run this morning, right, I would feel differently in the evening. If I ran this morning and I go for a run in the evening, I'll feel different. So there's always different things that we're not always the same. We're not always dealing with the same fatigue and everything. So that's why it's always important to to monitor, like, hey, you know, what's your fatigue? You know, where are you at? How much are you pushing it, and how much are you recovering? Because remember, it's all about recovery, guys. You know, if we don't recover. Honestly, it doesn't matter what you do in training. If you don't recover, you're not going to improve. And if you don't improve, you might burn out and you might not enjoy the sport. So I always say like this, when you journal and you look at some things, just ask yourself, how much fun are you having every week? And, you know, you some weeks are going to be harder. Some weeks are not. But at the end of the day, you're supposed to have some fun. And I always ask myself, if you know, if we're having fun, we're, we're running well. If we're not having fun, then we're not running well. So the same concept goes for everybody. You know, you got to get pumped up for the recovery days. You got to get pumped up for the hard days. You got to get pumped up for the races. You, you just got to enjoy it. You know, to enjoy the process. And not so be, you know, like thinking like, oh, I had a bad workout today. I'm done. You know, this sucks or something like that. Honestly, every, I, think about it. We run like 12 or 13 times a week. Uh, out of those 13 times, maybe like four or five are just, you know, four at least are sucky runs and just feel bad. But all I want to do for those runs is start them and finish them and forget them. I don't dwell on any of them. Even if I did a really good run, I forget about it the next day because it's gone. If it's a bad run, it's gone also. And I start the next day. Now, what I am concerned is sometimes if I catch like three or four hard, you know, three or four bad days in a row, then I start to ask myself that I'm not sleeping well. Am I not hydrating well? What am I not doing well that makes me feel like this? You know, but other than that, I forget my fast stuff. I've been of bad days, good days. I forget everything. The moment I wake up, I know that, hey, today's the new day. I got to do, I got to go run again. Tomorrow's a new day. No matter what happens, I, I think this disappointing thing, I, I've never been disappointed really. Um, you know, I just do what I'm capable of doing every day. And uh, I might be disappointed if I feel like I didn't get the best out of myself. Then, then I'll just try next time a little bit harder. You know, at the end of the day, it's like there's next time and next time and trying 
So there's no reason to be disappointed and, and keep that within you. You know, keep running fun. Keep it challenging. You know, find the sweet spot. You know, add some things, you know, like, but focus on the basic things, guys, first. And then, you know, you add little things as you go on. But add them very careful. Add them very careful. Even adding gym, adding the second run. Adding if you really wanted to do that extended cooldowns and things like that. Or if you wanted to even do double threshold runs. You know, that's like the holy grail of what we talked about today. But that's really like for the only 1% or 2% of the people that can handle running hard in the morning and evening and, and keep doing that all the time. Uh, so it's very difficult. I would say that, you know, worry about achieving good results with basic uh, things first before we start looking for uh, additional things that can make us better all right so thank you guys for enjoying this episode and, and thank you for listening to and remember enjoy training do your best every day have fun uh, pick some races you know learn something about yourself you know come back train again find love in this sport if you find love if you find enjoyment, then you will love what you do, you know, and don't be so much, uh, everything doesn't have to be result orientated. Like if you don't PR, if you don't, you know, it doesn't really necessarily mean you're not doing the right thing. You know, time will come, your time will come to succeed. You know, you might not even succeed on your first try. You maybe not even succeed on your second try, but eventually the people that don't give up eventually succeed. You know, obviously you succeed. Because sometimes you have to fail in order to learn something. And if you don't fail, then you can't succeed. Very rarely do we just go and succeed on the first try all the time. So we have to really work hard and, and keep pushing these boundaries and learning about ourselves and finding our weaknesses. And then, hey, when I find a weakness, I'm happy, you know. I'm saying, hey, I just found my weakness, you know, and I need to work on this weakness. I need to push the envelope further and farther and farther so it's not a full weakness of mine. So it becomes a strength, okay? So anyway, guys, uh, don't be afraid to fail. Work on your weaknesses, you know, uh, do your best and, and good things will happen to you. And at the end of the day, enjoy the journey. I'm telling you before, uh, as somebody that's, you know, bought so many one-way tickets in my life to different countries, it's all about the journey, right it's about enjoying the journey it's not necessarily about the outcome but it's about like learning and meeting people and just 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 taking the journey that most people cannot take or most people would be afraid you know don't be afraid to step into the zone of this you know new zone that you want to become a new person a new runner don't be don't be afraid you know just step it and you know be willing to handle whatever comes your way. And that's also fatigue resistance in a certain way. Okay? Anyway, guys, have a great day and I'll see you on the next episode.